The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Yes, this is episode number 100, recorded June 1st, 2021. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of the Centennial team. The other half is... Michael Diaz. I'm 51 hundredths of the Centennial team. Centennial team. 100, Michael. 100. That's kind of crazy. We're in triple digits now. There's no going back. No, there's only stopping. (laughs) 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 And that's it, everyone. That's it. We plan to get to 100, but no. (laughs) And here we are. We're not even going to talk today, and it's over. (laughs) And cut. No, it's crazy. It's um, basically two years worth, roughly. Not quite, but. Um, you know, if you think about 50, 52 weeks in a year, so more than that, I think we're closer to three years because for a long, for the first stint, we did every other week. Right. That's true. That is true. I don't know how long we did that. Right. Remember it was going to be every other week. We're going to cut it to 30 minutes an episode. (laughs) (laughs) We really, we really fulfilled that plan. (laughs) Now we're like, all right. Every week, just about, but we got to stop in an hour. Yeah. Who needs heroes babbling that long? Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, we're not produced by anybody but us. There's no producer in our year saying, hey, we got this, or lining up guests or doing anything. We're just kind of floating around. So to do it 100 episodes is pretty, pretty cool. I'm pretty happy with getting this far and, um, you know, having some kind of listenership, which is great, and I'm very thankful to everybody that's listened to to our podcast over the couple of years. And um, thanks for coming to number one hundred. This is uh, I don't know. It's something numbers really don't mean anything, but they kind of do. Right. right, it's a fun little like uh, it's a road mark. Here we go. We we right. did it. We got to that. Right, and you know we're not going to get the residuals that say maybe the friends cast get. <laughs> not even a small percentage of what the friends cast gets. No, in fact, there's we're gonna get a percentage of zero for <laughs> anything times zero is zero. I not to sidestep this podcast to make it the friends podcast. I did watch that reunion. I don't know if you did or not. I did. It was yeah. It was whatever you know. That was cool. I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, you go back and you know, I was only upset by two things. I wanted to see two things: Paul Rudd. Yeah, man, come on there. And I want to see Crazy Eddie because that was one of my favorite series. It was when Eddie lived with Chandler and he thought he had the pet goldfish and it was that fucking cracker. Oh, yeah. And then it was uh, Adam Adam Goldberg. Was that something like that? And uh, he just cracked me up with like when Chandler woke up and he's like sitting in the room watching him sleep. It didn't bother you any other night. I did (laughs) it. He's been doing it since he moved in. Watching Chandler sleep. Oh my god, I, I did like that show, and it, it actually made me think of um, some the friends that I lived with at the time when that was on in college. And, uh, it was it was good, a good nostalgia. Well, 
What about Hank Azaria? He didn't even show up either. No, I didn't ask him clearly. Yeah. I don't even know if, uh, if uh, Matthew Perry showed up. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was there, but I don't know what was something. It was, I feel bad for him. So, something's not right. And I feel. Remember that episode yeah, where Ross uh, got his uh, teeth whitened and yeah. he was dating a girl that had a UV light? And yeah. <laughs> that was Matthew Perry. Yeah. It's clear he just got brand new veneers. Or well, I think he's had some problems. I think he had some problems. Right, right. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not knocking him because of that. But maybe not. Maybe don't get him right before the, uh, the reunion because they were so bright. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, yeah he's been through some stuff. It's Something happened. It's all good. Feel bad for him. And you know, not to pick on one last person, but looks like Matt LeBlanc's been into a lot of stuff compared to what. The funny he- thing is, he had that show, Man with a Plan, that just got canceled last year. Yeah, yeah. I think Matt is all of us. He put on some COVID pounds. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Not gonna lie, but uh, yeah, but you know what? At least it, it looks like they had fun. It was good and. Yeah. Um, good show, and uh, maybe we'll do a spinoff podcast. You know, I don't know. Yeah, we got all that kind of time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Friends cast. <laughs> and okay, one last thing on that. Where's the fucking band? Like they couldn't get the original band to come sing the song. What are they doing now? Each other? They're not doing anything. The Rembrandts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they could have came on that show and did that. Right. You know, maybe they couldn't. Maybe one of them's dead. I don't know. Oh, it's a turn. It took a turn. Well, and speaking of turns. We're even five minutes into it, and we're yeah. well off the beaten path again. Speaking of turns, let's turn to the news. Let's turn to the news. Let's turn to the news. I, I came across an article which, you know, will put fuel to Michael's fire. Um, That, uh, you know, basically J.J. Abrams said there really wasn't a plan. But do you really have to say that now? But... You know, the thing was, is he wasn't hired to do the plan. So I don't know if it was his fault. You know, his, his, he was hired to get it jump started, right? No, no. I don't blame Abrams. Okay. Okay. Some things I do blame. Okay. He made some story choices in in the episode nine that I do not agree. He he was hammered into that one. Like, I think. No, I get it. But he had a fairly, I mean, I don't want to see an easy job. Because he had to bring back the original cast and bring on some new cast members that people would actually give a shit about. Right. And basically set the place, you know, set the place or the. And he did that. And he did that pretty effectively because I really liked the characters in that movie. I liked Finn. I liked Ray. That was great. I came out of that feeling good, knowing it didn't break new ground, which was a problem for a lot of people, right? It was a, a, a sort of a rehash, but at the same time, you know, but he he says, you know, he came up with it, but, but but he probably shouldn't have taken the job if there was no plan. But you know, okay, uh, even that I can't fault him. If someone said to Michael, "Do you want to direct a Star Wars movie?" Yes, right. I I am right. nowhere qualified for directing right. a Star Wars movie. But if they want to meet, Michael, do you want to design a glove that a stormtrooper wears in one scene? Yes. All right, right, right. I will do yes. If my name could be associated with Star Wars anywhere, I'd probably say yes too. So I don't even know if I can fault him for that. You right. Know, 
I look at it this way. Sometimes when you just throw stuff at a wall, you can get great art. This was not one of those times. As a trilogy, correct? Correct. I think though, I mean, there's, I mean, his, the article says too, that he, you know, in his interview, I think it was an interview in, I don't know what vanity fair or something like that again, or something like a collider. And, um, he said, you know, sometimes you have a plan and then you're working on the movie and it goes into a 180 because something happened that, that turned it anyways, you know? So sometimes you have a plan, you go away from it. And sometimes you don't have a plan and something happens. And so I can see it from both ends, but I do think they should have had like, We've talked about this at nauseum, but they should have had some kind of like end right. game in this thing and set it up, and they didn't. And you, have to have you know, a plan before you can decide to divert from that plan, right? That's and the they, the handoff was just the wrong thing to do. You know, before it was done, it sounded interesting. I'm going to bring you to this point, and then someone's going to take the baton and go this way. I mean, who knows what would have happened if Colin Trevorrow had actually done It wouldn't have been better. It would not have been better. Because Ryan Johnson fucked it all up the most time. No, it would not have been better. Because you, you can't everything, see it because we don't know. I can tell you with 100% accuracy, it would not have been better. It would have been different, but it would have been better. I can't say that. I can. Because it, the, the trilogy was derailed at number two. Or at, it was just completely derailed for no reason and no rhyme. With poor storytelling and bad decisions. I disagree. Making Ray an absolute nobody is that's not the problem. Those aren't the problems with the story beat. That's not the problem. The beat the the beat that Ryan missed was there was no growth from one from episode seven to eight. You started it ten fucking minutes after the last movie. There's nowhere for those characters to grow. He gave them nothing. He minimized other characters. He took Ray out of, I mean, he took Finn out of it, which was one of the best characters in the first one, and brought in new characters we didn't need. So he just fucked it up. If he would have done it three years later or a year later or whatever, then you can just move on, and then the, you can see that they've grown in some way, shape, or form. You know, you not know exactly what that growth is. We didn't know what happened, you know, to Luke after they ended up in Hoth. Nobody questioned why are they at Hoth. Nobody said that. It was like it was time afterwards. It was clearly a little bit older, and they were they were still in hiding to still keep building. They weren't done yet. That's all we needed to know, right? Nope. He started it fucking ten minutes after the last scene of the first one, and and just jacked it up because there was no room to grow. There's no room to have more backstory, and he fucked it up. And there was nothing JJ could have done to fix it. Nothing that Colin Trevorrow would, would have done to fix it because you were still back on. The shitty movie that was the the that was eight. Now decisions like again, I've said this many times. I don't mind that that he made Luke the way he did, and I don't mind that Raby was a nothing or a nobody. That's not the problem with the movie. The problem with the movie is it wasn't written very well. There's there's a whole forty minute sequence that's unneeded in in Canto Bite. Canto Bite. That's forty minutes of shit that didn't need okay. to be there. There's right. It's yeah. The whole the whole section is very Indiana Jones, where it didn't need to exist. It's just terrible. It just it was poor, poor writing, poor writing, and it has nothing to do with like the character decisions of like, okay, Luke is grumpy. I get it. That's fine. It didn't bother me. It it didn't. Like I would rather have something else, but I I get that decision. That one's fine. But don't you don't you kind of wonder how much influence Lucasfilm had? None. Clearly, I I doubt that because. You know, I know. Lord Miller, they took Lord Miller right off of Solo. 
Well, that's because Lawrence Kasdan wanted him off because he weren't following the script that he wrote. They're like, yeah, we're kind of following it. It's like, yeah, well, no, you don't fucking mess with my script. And I think Kasdan has a little more play in the Star Wars universe than those fucking two guys. I still would like to have seen what they've done because they've done a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, I'm not knocking them, but I'm telling you why they were kicked off because Lawrence Kasdan has a little more cred in, in Lucasfilm than those two That's guys fair. do. I mean, if you're going to tell me the guy that wrote Empire Strikes Back doesn't have cred and you're going to like have two guys that made a Lego movie tell you what it should be, I'd say fuck off too. <laughs> you know? That's fair. But that being said, it they should have had a plan. I mean, I blame Lucasfilm for not doing a Kevin Feige thing and, and well, here's the plan. You know? So... Who is in charge of Lucasfilm then? I think um, Kathleen Kennedy, I blame for those three, for sure. I've said it before. I just wanted to hear you say it. That's all. But she may not be a person. I guess what I'm saying is her style of, of management looks like a hands-off more than it's a hands-on. No. Lawrence Kasdan. And then they stepped in. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it's not the same. It's like... I don't think Kathleen Kennedy got in the way of of J.J. Abrams making the first one. Nor did I think she got in the way of of John Favreau making the Mandalorian. Or, you know, I think in, when you talk about Rogue One, Disney came and stepped back in because they at first they asked for a war movie and they got a war movie. They're like, oh shit, this is too dark. This isn't going to work. We got <laughs> we, we got you know. But it's what they asked for, and they got exactly what they asked for. They didn't step in until they watched the you know the the one of the final cuts and go, oh my god, <laughs> um, it's like platoon or something. You know, <laughs> so, I'd like to see that cut just to see how dark it got. It might have, that would be interesting for sure. But I mean, the point was, I think she lets the people go. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gotten that far in the first place with Rogue One, right? They would have been on him. So I think she lets them go. I think as a producer, there's a lot of talk that Tony Gilroy basically did the second half of that movie. Well, afterwards, after they saw the film, saying, "Oh shit," <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Kathleen Kennedy is is over their shoulders saying you should create this or you should create that. I think she lets it go. And, and then after afterwards, when it's in a, a panel of people, it's like, oh, we probably shouldn't do that because right. there's no – now, ironically, you see that uh, – this is old news, but it was made um, news last year, but it made it again in the news last week that um, – uh, what's his name? Um, Dave Filoni has been – was moved to executive creative director of Lucasfilm. Not Star Wars, Lucasfilm. Correct. So they may be grooming him to be the Feige of Star that's Wars. Fine. And that's what you want. You want somebody that has some kind of thread on all this shit. And that's why he has three series, right? Like you're going to thread all these together. Maybe he'll get a film. And you know what? Seeing as we're talking about it, I also put this on our list of things. We usually yep. don't talk in rumors, but there's one that I wanted to talk about. Yep. It's I know where you're going. Star Wars, so let's just bring it up. Yep. It seems like every three to six months, the rumor starts coming around again that George Lucas is upset or Disney doesn't know what they're going to do with the franchise. So Lucas is coming back in to take the reins creatively. Yeah, he's not. And I just want to say that I think it's horseshit. Yeah, he's not coming back. He's not He's not going to. He may like be, uh, I, I would say, maybe a, a silent advisor to Filoni because they're friends. Well, you know, he, he has been seen, uh, you know, on the cast of Mandalorian, but it may have just been yeah. like, 
what are you guys up to? Yeah. And then, well, he went, he was on the Ahsoka episode for sure because that was one of his characters, right? He wanted to see uh, live also, action. You know, I think part of the rumor comes from someone somewhere said that he was on IMDb as one of the writers, creators on Andor. You know, Cassie and Andor. Yeah, maybe he wrote some stuff on it. Who knows? Maybe he did. Or maybe he just stopped by. And the thing maybe. is, too, IMDb can be pretty easily faked, too. Oh, yeah. It's like wiki, right? Right. So... I just wanted to. What like does IMDb said, stand for? I'm a douchebag. What is that? Is that what that? <laughs> Internet Movie Database. Oh, okay. It seems apropos, though. All the actors on there is basically DBs. Wow. Well, all actors. Uh, right, of course. <laughs> I just, the only reason I bring that up is just to say that I think it's bullshit. It is bullshit. He's like, he's sitting back going, I got my money. I'm good. I'll see you. He's not, he's not, he's not coming back. He doesn't want to deal with that mess. Why? And the rumor I read was also that uh, he's going to come back and do another trilogy. No, he's not. No. Quit saying that. You know, this is the analogy I have. You ready? Those fans, and if if I'm wrong, I'll end up reading my words, and I will. But I think the analogy is like the same fans that think that George Lucas is going to come back and do another trilogy are the same people that think Donald Trump is still going to be reinstated as president. It's not going to fucking happen. They may not be the one and the same person, but it's the same thought process. Yeah, right. I don't think that there's much crossover there. Probably some. But I'm just saying both uh, both reasonings lack reason and logic. Right, right, right. Well, good news is, too, the one person that said he might come back um, to the franchise in 30 years you know, it was John Boyega. <laughs> 30 years? Uh, it's what he said. He'd probably do it in 30 years, right? You know? Will I even be around? I'd like to hope so, but. um, I would be. I hope I'm around. Well, yeah, I hope, but <laughs> I'm just doing the math here. 30 plus 47 is 77. Yeah. Average yeah. life expectancy is 78. Yeah, it's not guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, no. It's not guaranteed I can make it to work tomorrow. You know, get hit by somebody. You know, no. But, you know, 30 years, Boyega, he's probably figuring if he's alive, he's probably not having a lot of acting jobs anyway, so he's putting his name in the hat now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? He's doing Attack the Block too. No, in 30 years he may not be. Oh, yeah. Well, in 30 <laughs> years maybe he'll do... He'll take over for uh, your boy there doing uh, commercials. Um, My boy. Yeah. Um, I, I'll brain fart. Lando Christian. Oh. <laughs> oh. That guy. <laughs> How you doing, Michael? <laughs> you still uh, hanging around with that? God, I couldn't, why couldn't I even think of his name? I don't know why you couldn't. <laughs> You still hanging around with that loser? <laughs> I think Boyega, Boyega has a, a long film career in front of him. I think so too. As a director too, I think he'll be a director. I think he'll be a director, oh, producer, and uh, I think he'll he'll do some great things. One hundred percent. Anyways, all right. Well, that's you know it's hard to not to start with Star Wars being this is the Kyber cast. Still not a lot of Star Wars ton of news going on but there is bad batch we will get to later in the program next up um boy dude eight eight days away i can't wait right loki is eight days away i uh 
I gotta say, they keep showing little hints and teasers and stuff, and each one just looks better and better. I, I stopped watching them. I want to just see the show now. Oh, okay. I, you know, I try not to, but I'm so curious, and I just have to admit. I mean, I loved Wandavision. I love the speculation. I think I mentioned this last week. Yep. Yeah, it turned out a lot of the speculation was just that speculation, but That's it was fine, fun though. to have. Yep. I enjoyed uh, Winter, you know, Winter Soldier, Falcon and the Winter Soldier for what it was. Yep. It's a lot of fun. Oh, speaking of that, there's some news, and I don't know if this is news either or not. Uh, this sounds more like rumor, but I did see something. Uh, so obviously we know the uh, one of the screenwriters for Falcon and the Winter Soldier is now writing the fourth Captain America film, which we yes. all know is going to be Sam. Right. I'm seeing rumors now that they're going to kind of... Uh, Originally, they were going to have um, Emily Van Camp. She was going to be the big bad. She's the bad. She, yeah, yeah. But I saw something else. Maybe you're going the sound down the same road. So I'll let you. Just that spring. The fans kind of reacted against that, and now she's not going to be the big bad. She'll still be in the film, but not the big bad. Why? Right, what did you see? Well, I heard that the the villain for Captain America Four is going to be Red Red Skull's daughter. Oh, that's possible. I want Red Skull back, period. <laughs> so underutilized and one of the best villains of all time. Oh, he was. He was great, but they're not getting Hugo, Hugo Weaving back. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that. We don't need him. I know. Uh, he was good. He, he was great, but we don't need him. But anyway, know, I, don't, I don't need uh, David Prowse as Darth Vader either. <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't need him. No, I can't. But I mean, you don't need him. True. Well, obviously. Now, when James goes, what are they going to do? Like, you know, James will. Uh, hopefully, there's like there's, there's got to be like a hundred thousand guys that are trying to perfect James Earl Jones's voice so they could be auditioned for Darth Vader's voice down the road. Or maybe uh, Lucasfilm is paying uh, James to just record many reflections of his voice. Yeah, like the uh, Siri. Yeah, <laughs> the Siri of Darth Vader. <laughs> you never know you could do it but, you know i i enable the samuel l jackson voice on my alexa oh yeah i know that's cool and they, they, hopefully they don't do that and actually use siri because siri sucks <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine darth vader let me point you to the web that's all that's all siri ever says it doesn't give you any answers it's like you piece of shit uh but anyway, here's I, a website I, I found. One uh, division, obviously, I love that. I loved all the, you know, all the different, you know, suppositions that came about and theories people had. Uh, obviously, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was a lot more rock and sock and punching action. Yep. Um, Loki looks like it's going to be fairly deep. It's going to be complex, more yeah. like One Division, but also, I don't know. It just looks so good. It does. They're obviously going to be playing with, uh, you know, the whole, you know, alternate realities and whatnot. So I just, it's funny because we thought for sure WandaVision was going to open up the realm to alternate realities. Now we're like, okay, it's definitely going to be Spider-Man, but maybe it's actually going to be Loki that's going to open that door. Because it has to come. It has to come before Spider-Man, right? Right. Because now people are talking, again... Wait, those are rumors I'm not going to mention. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. 
Hey, by the way, isn't today uh, Tom Holland's birthday? Uh, I don't know. He hasn't told. I haven't called him or anything, so I don't know. <laughs> it is Tom Holland's birthday, and everyone was kind of hoping that we'd see the new Spider-Man trailer today, and because of his uh, birthday, and it's not. No, yeah, not that I've seen. No, I haven't seen anything. But I'm now itching to go to the movies. I'm not gonna yes, lie. I, I I definitely think I'm gonna see Black Widow at the movies. I think I'm just making that decision. Yeah, as we talked about in the past. All right. Well, you you brought the next uh, the next piece of news to the site, so go for it. Just the worst kept secret. Yeah, we. Yeah. I mean, Marvel has now confirmed that Oscar Isaac has right. is Moon Knight, which right. everyone's known for what six nine months something like that. At least six months. I think we. Oh. Talk, I feel like we've talked about it in episode two. Right. <laughs> well, it was the same thing with Tatiana Ali. Not Tatiana Ali. Uh, Tatiana, that's that's the, that's the girl from Fresh Prince. She's not. <laughs> uh, Tatiana Maslahi. Is that how you say her name? Something like that. The woman from Orphan Black. Right. Yeah, same kind of thing there where for weeks, if not months, people are like, oh, she's She-Hulk. And she, she even said, no, no, I'm not. Right. And then, yeah, I am. It, it but was pretty cool. Pretty cool way they announced it, though, on Twitter. And you just saw the eyes of Oscar Isaac. That was a cool image. It was cool. It was very cool. It's going to be interesting because they're definitely going all in on the fractured personalities. Yep. That's going to be hard to pull off. Well, you know that character way more than I do, so it will be kind of fun to learn a new character and come out and have no, like, zero preconceptions at all. Like... I'll probably love it. You'll probably be like, eh, it was all right, but it didn't follow the book. Well, if it's a mic, if I, if I can predict a Michael answer, <laughs> he didn't follow the comic. No, 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 his comic, I understand that he's a C or D list uh, hero. And I fully accept that. I mean, I have the majority of his run from buying out of quarter bins back in the eighties and nineties. So I recognize but he's got a big following, though, like a very a niche following, like a tight following, from what I understand. Yes, they keep trying to bring him back, and they bring in all these, you know, Bendis took a turn at him, uh, Warren Ellis took a turn at him. They've had a lot of big writers. I think Jeff Lemire's taken a turn at him. They keep bringing him back and bringing new facets to the character. So right. I'm interested. I, I have to admit, I have not read most of the most uh, recent iterations of Moon Knight. So there's a good chance I would be just as surprised as you are. Really? I, I don't know him super well, but there's something about the character that just has always drawn me to him since I was, you know, first in the comics back in the 80s. So I love the character, but I, like I said, I've I've bought some of the digital trades. I just haven't read them all yet because they keep shifting his story. So I don't know which way they're going to go, and that's okay. Did you – okay, here's a as, – as I look through the interwebs um, when I was reading the Moon Knight story – there was a, a link to, um, I guess, at the same time, uh, the Sandman added like a ton of people. That's going to be on Netflix. Did you know that? I did see that. Uh, I should have noted it. I think uh, the reason I didn't is I want to see where they go with it. I mean, I should probably know who's going to be in it, but uh, I don't know. Well, I know we're not going to cover it this week, but. And maybe we can touch on it just briefly here for a second. Like, Jupiter's legacy is completely different from what I expected when I read the comic. 
I know okay. you haven't watched the last two episodes. Yeah, I've been behind. Yeah, episode. yeah. That's right. But I think you're enjoying it more than I am simply because to you, it, you don't. That's what I mean. Yeah. I'd have anything. nothing. Right. Right. Which is probably why I liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier probably better than you too. Because you were all, uh, well, you were all pissed off because what's his name? They they turned him into the um bad guy quick too fast or something. You didn't give him enough. And I was like, he's irrelevant anyways. He's just a vehicle. <laughs> I still think that show could have, and it was, they did chop off some stories, you know, some storylines and whatnot. They did reduce it. I think it could have benefited from a good two to four more episodes, yes. But I wouldn't say yeah. I'm pissed off. Yeah, I just come across as aggressive all the time. I think you do. You're just a mean, angry old man. Get off my lawn, guy. <laughs> uh, you're older than I am and have more gray. Mm-hmm. But I'm not as angry as you are. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Actually, some would say that's probably not true. <laughs> Where he's like, yeah. Who are you fooling? <laughs> Hopefully the crowd. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, any what other news since we? But so, Sandman. Sorry, real quick. They like Patton Oswalt's in it. Stephen Fry, uh, John D. Um, the character John D. is being played by David Thwillis. If you know who that is, he was in Harry Potter, and he was in you know uh, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a cool actor, and there's a bunch of other people that I've never heard of. I guess there's like twelve people, except for Jenna Coleman. Anybody knows Jenna Coleman? Oh. Which reminds me, she was in Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Do you watch Doctor Who? I have been requested that we talk about Doctor Who once in a while. And I love uh, Doctor Who, but I haven't watched the new, like the last three years. I didn't watch the last season of um, the prior Doctor before it went to the female Doctor. I haven't, and it's not a knock, and I just haven't had time. And I, you know, um, but I, I was religious about it from um, the reboot to all the way through to, um, oh really? my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, the funny thing is, no, I don't. But I didn't have access to BBC or BBC America until fairly recently. Right. So that's something I should check out because, like, I could probably tell you the actors that played all the iterations of Doctor Who since. um, Well, uh, so the reboot started with Christopher Eccleston. Yes. That's right. So, and he was only, there was only one year though, one season. Yep. And then it was and he David was Tennant. And who killed it? He lo- it was, was Matt Smith. Matt Smith. And after Matt Smith, I didn't really watch. Like, I didn't, I watched a little bit of in, uh, Peter Capaldi. Capaldi. Yep. And now Jodie Whittaker. Yes. See, I know. Um, that's the thing. I pay enough attention where I know who's been playing the doctor. Right. But I haven't watched. I mean, two of the best people, Karen Gillan. Yep. And Jenna Coleman came from that. Um, Matt Smith was so good on that. I mean, they were such good. And, and there's nothing wrong with Peter Capaldi. I watched a few. He's just a bit darker but um, or goofy, you know. And I haven't watched any of of, of um, uh, Jodie Whittaker's, which I'm sure is great. I just – I should really get back into that. I think they're all on HBO Max now, but I'm not sure. Well, now you've given me something to do. Like I don't have enough already. I know. Okay. You you still haven't even watched Bla- um uh Watchmen? No, not Watchmen. That too, but um Daredevil season 3. I can't Dude. even talk to you. So, 
What, what, but what were you doing when it came out? I'm not saying right now, of course, but there, what was, there was nothing out of the time and it was a great show. Like, how could you miss that when it was released? Because I have limited time to watch shows by myself. Most of the shows I watch are with Shaylee, and she doesn't like most of the superhero shows. Right, so you have to watch Daredevil. I have to at some point, but... Put down Mario watch, Odyssey and watch... Huh? <laughs> put down Mario Odyssey and watch some freaking Daredevil. Listen, when the boys was on, I watched that. <laughs> Shay yeah, but that was on way before. But I'm just saying, I don't have time for everything, Joe. I know. you got to make like, time right for now, that. Right now, I'm watching Jupiter's Legacy. And I missed the... I Right, me too, and I didn't have time. That's fine. I'm not, I didn't bring that up. I just, but that's a show that I watch by myself. Right. So there's always something I got to watch. And so maybe we'll maybe, watch 20 seasons of Doctor Who. Maybe we'll do like a pure Doctor Who episode, like through all of them, whatever you can watch, and we can talk about that down the road. Because I do like Doctor Who. But their, episodes, their seasons aren't very long, are they? Oh, they can be. Oh. Yeah. Series. It's series this, a series the fucking Yeah, yeah, English. yeah. I yeah. understand they call them series in the UK, but we call yeah. them seasons in the US. Right, right. They're not programs. They're television shows. Um, <laughs> you see those progressive ads are the best. And we are not getting paid by progressive, although they could if they want to. Um, Geek this week. Well, nothing's changed for me. I'm still stuck in Breath of the Wild, <laughs> having a good time. That I haven't, I haven't played. I know. That's when I got it. When the first came on sale, yeah, you only get like it. Stuff rarely goes on sale too, so you gotta. I know, I know. But um, I should yeah. have bought it just to sell it when it's not on sale anymore. <laughs> Good lord! Uh, well, the second one will come out soon, um, and they'll put that one down. They'll drop that down. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I'm just, I'm just, you know, when you pick that up, you you have to con when you pick up a game like that, and probably the one you're playing. You consciously, you can't say you got 30 minutes because you're done in two and a half hours at minimum. I feel like every time I get up, it's like two hours have gone by. How the hell did two hours go by? All I did no, was run around. And, where I'm like, oh, 15 I know. minutes, about like 15 minutes, and then it's been an yeah. hour and a half. It's not going to happen, right? But that's like saying you're going to go into Costco and spend under $100. You're fucked. There's no way. Well, dude, <laughs> you need to get that tub of hummus. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, you know, I hear you. And to reiterate, yes, my geek this week has not changed either. I am well into uh, Super Mario Odyssey. I think I'm on the very final level finally. Oh, really? Because I played the first Bowser level, and now I I'm on a level where I just, well, I don't know if I, are there spoilers with video games that been about this long or what? I don't know. Oh, I'm sure it's not. Well, I, don't I played know. the I first. Bow- I'll just say that I played the first Bowser level, and now I'm on another level that appears that might be the final level, but we'll see. Right, it, it got a little frustrating. There's, it's uh, the floors jump dropping out from underneath you, and I mm-hmm. can't get the timing right. And after 15 minutes of trying it, I just I took the controller, set it down. I said I need to walk away for a while. But uh, yeah. They can eat up a lot of time. And since I set it down, I want to say I set it down on Thursday, maybe Friday. So I haven't been back to it yet. But it, I keep bringing it everywhere with me because I keep because I know I'm going to jump back in in a sec. So right. that's my geek this week. Got it. All right. Bad Batch, Episode 5, Rampage. 
Did you watch it? Yeah, I, of course I watched it. Oh, okay. It. Wasn't sure. <laughs> we never discussed that. prepared for the episode, Joe. Well, I did, kind of. I don't know. What's episode 100? Who gives a shit? No, I was kidding. <laughs> um, fun episode. I, I had a lot of fun with this. It was, uh, this was a very Dave Filoni episode. Like, if knowing in the past of like how these little things happen, because like, um, you go to a planet, they got a, they got a, some kind of mission, which we know that's what's going to happen because they want to find more information. They go to Ord Mantel, I think is the name of it. Something like that. Yeah. Ord Mantel. Um, to meet this informant named Sid, who do you know whose voice that was for Sid? You know, I don't, and I forgot. I when it came out, I was like, I recognize that voice. I was going to watch the credits, and I forgot. So I'm glad you brought it up. I I don't know. Real Perlman. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> yes. Which you know when I know somebody's voice is that strong, I'm like, oh, I wish they didn't pick such a strong. You know what I mean? I, I almost get taken out of it because I know that voice too well. You know what I mean? See. I didn't only because I couldn't quite place it. Like I knew I knew the voice. Right. And I, like I said, usually I go, I'll watch the credits and go, oh, okay, that's who it was. And I meant to right. do that. Uh, but I was watching it and Shaley was in the room and she was just waiting for me to be done. So as soon as it got done, I stopped. So I didn't, I forgot. Can't you was. just be done? It's 22 minutes. <laughs> okay. I, it's funny. Quick tangent. She doesn't think that cartoons are for adults ever. Oh, that's a problem. Which I get there are a fair number of people in the U.S. that think that. There are some very adult cartoons. Yeah, if yes, she really yes. was. I'm talking about that. Oh, okay. Shit. <laughs> like Rick and Morty is definitely for adults. Right. But it's not porn, you know, but it's definitely. No. There's some cerebral right. humor. and there's Beavis and Butthead back in the day, you know, all that stuff. Right. So not to say that the Bad Batch is just for adults. Yeah, I think it. Like the Clone Wars, I think it's appealing to all. See ideas. any any old Looney Tunes? Because when you watch exactly. it, you're like, "Oh, whoa. <laughs> I didn't know that when I was a kid." So all that to say, yeah, Rio Perlman, that's awesome. Yeah, um, cool episode. I mean, they go uh, and she sends them on a mission to rescue what they thought was a child named Moochie, and uh, so that if they brought Moochie back, she would give the information about. You know, Fennec Shen. Again, I'm going to complain a little bit off before I get into the other stuff. What? They still haven't. Re- well, they they could have revealed who's sending Fennec Shen after them after two. Ep- now it's two episodes. They've stretched it out. So now it better be a bigger person than we think when you stretch it out like that. You know, and we haven't heard much about the Empire in the last two to three episodes either, which is a bit boring. Um, I want to yeah. see what they're doing. I don't know. It was. I don't know. Um. I like the episode, but I think with this episode, I was kind of like, all right. Like, I, I watch it every week. But yeah, like- it didn't get it. It didn't advance much, the story. This one was one of those that just didn't advance much. But something tells me that the rescue of Moochie is going to play into it later. And now, oh, Moochie God, but- was a, is a Rancor baby. She has to be the Rancor, right? No, it's not the Rancor, from what I understand. Why? Well, I have to pull up the article now. God damn you! What, well, how was the rancor that? Because there was a name. Movie? No, because the name of the rancor is different. Oh. Now that's some obscure Star Wars references right there. Because I did not know that the rancor that Luke killed actually had a name. I assumed it did. It did. It was written in some other, like a another book a while back. That doesn't mean it can't. You know, the, I guess the the original. 
name of that rancor was called Patisa, which like meant friend in in Hatties. That was that rancor's name in in a Chuck Wendig novel, from what I understand. Okay. Um, but you know, Chuck Wendig also wrote you know the Cobb Vanth stuff, and it changed. So, who's to say that Moochie isn't going to end up being the rancor that Luke kills down the road? I just know. assumed because. I assumed as well. Up to pick it up. Yeah, it was a gift for Jabba on his birthday. Right. Yeah. Um, that bib, he's everywhere. Uh, um, so, with this episode, I don't know. I The other episodes I've watched them like first thing on Friday, and this one I think I finally watched it like on Sunday morning or something. Right. And I, I don't know. I get it. It's where the story has to go. They're, well, we're not even halfway through yet. So well, Yeah, but I, I get that. So, they're former soldiers. They really only have a marketable skill is being soldiers. So right. it makes sense that they don't have any income coming in. So to make money. Yeah. Now they've got to figure it out. Right. right. Now we basically turn them into mercenaries. Right. Right. Now yes. it's the eight. Now it is the A team. Yes. So we've got that. And we, and they got to show the resilience of Omega yep. uh, and that she's not just a helpless kid. Right. She can do things in her own. And can somebody just get Wrecker a fucking aspirin? Or are we going to find, like, yeah, his head hurts for three episodes. No one's checking on him. And, no, like, clearly something's going to happen with that chip, but they're playing that out too. Like, I just feel this was just another dragged out. So, like, listen, I call it as I see it, you know, not one of the best episodes, not a horrible episode, but I didn't see much growth in the story other than what now they've established that they will be mercenaries. Yes. Well, unfortunately, I don't want to say that they treaded water a lot, but when you have a longer season like this, there you can't. Everything can't hinge on, like the Mandalorian. You get what eight episodes, right? So you got to tell your beats, and they all got to tie in. And you know, the first couple three episodes, you may not see how they tie, but then somewhere around you know midway through the season, things start falling into place. You can get to the big, and I think that will happen here too. You know, the next couple episodes will probably start doing that. We'll be, we'll be midway. This episode, this episode treading. was treading water for me. 100%. I agree. Okay. So it was okay. Hmm? I mean, it wasn't enough for me to go, oh, I'm done with the show, but. No, no, I won't be done with the show. Well, you, you'll you all have more legs than probably you will, but. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch the show because, you know, I, I liked the last season of the Clone Wars. I think I've gone over this many times now. I like this group of characters. I like this period. I like the animation style. So I want to see more empire stuff. I want to see more growth of the empire. I want to see how they're forming it together and how they get the governors out and how they like, I want to see some of those characters, you know? No, I, I like to see it too. I, I want mean, to see a young Admiral Piet. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just throw those names in there. I want to see like, maybe they'll bring in, you know, um, a Krennic. I'm okay with it. You know, I, here's my guess. I, I think, the, I think, oh boy. People are wondering for Vader too. I, you know, d- don't discount Saw Gerrera in all of this. I think at the, either the end of the season or the end of season two, one of those two, it's been rumored that, you know, Saw Gerrera is going to be confronted by Vader and that's how Saw Gerrera ends up you know, with all the breathing and problems, like he, he fights Vader, but gets away, but really beat up bad. 
Well, it makes sense. He's not force sensitive. What's that? Sonic no, he's not. Sonic. But he got the fact that he got away from Vader would say he's pretty smart and or strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, probably more smart than strong. But not many people survive Vader once they get in front of him. No. Um. So that would be interesting if they bring a little bit of Saul Guerrero into it. Um, I don't think it's by accident they brought him in early when he's all in good shape and just forming the rebellion. But you know, obviously, by the time he gets to Rebel uh, to Rogue One, he's very much a um, beaten person, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, well, so are rebels with a different name. I mean, uh, you're a rebel because you won. (laughs) You're a terrorist if you lost. No, no, I I get it. You know the uh, I get that the. the rebels are insurgents and could right. be labeled as terrorists. I get that, but it seems that they at least are fighting a good fight. And not that Saw isn't, but he seems to be much more violent about it. Right. 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 That's what I mean. Where he he skirts that line more toward he, well, not even skirts. I think he steps over that line to terrorist a bit more. Right. But not right away. I, I get that. That's part of his character arc. That. He gets pushed, and he gets more and more vicious, vicious as things go on. Right, and I can't remember now. He was in Rebels, but I can't remember if he had the breathing problem or not in Rebels because he did show up there. I can't remember, but yeah. But clearly, they got to start getting the Empire has to start getting resources for the Death Star. This is the beginning of it. I mean, obviously the plan was already there as we saw that in Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones. They had the plans and they were starting to build it in Revenge of the Sith. You already saw some of the framework at the in the last shot with Tarkin, Vader, and the Emperor right, right. building it. So that was their last shot before they went to the two moons and Tatooine again. So, you know, I want to see some more of that. But So, question... Mm-hmm. Obviously, we we kind of see Obi Wan's arc play out in Rebels. I know that much, even though I haven't watched the show. So, do you think there's any chance of there being anything from the Bad Batch leading into anything we see in the Obi Wan show? I don't think so. Oh, really? No, I I I don't think so. Um, I think it might lead into. Some of the characters from Rebels, like Hera Syndulla, maybe. Right. A young Hera Syndulla. Um, maybe would, would be curious. what would be cool if if there was um, maybe some Alderaan stuff, some Bail Organa with a really young Leia, maybe baby Leia. Who knows? Actually, get to see stuff on Alderaan other than it just blowing up would be cool, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, yeah, there's all that to explore before it's gone. And then maybe you get to know people. Maybe you get to know people like and, and get to really care about that planet. And then by the time you watch New Hope again, you're like, oh, all those characters are dead. You know? That would be cool. That would be cool. Not that the death of them wouldn't be, isn't cool, but just get to know that planet would be awesome. Right? Right. It'd be more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. So if I were to say, if I wanted to go anywhere, it'd be Alderaan. I would Maybe like done. to see the two. I mean, but that's the thing too. Well, I don't know. Isn't Alderaan, Alderaan too much? Is it one of the core systems or not? I assume it is. But. I just, because I have to believe that once again, 
uh, this group of uh, misfits is going to have to stay around the ring just because. We don't know where they fit in because they're not going to be rebels. Well, maybe they will. Maybe they end up being rebels somehow, but they're just in the middle, right? They're caught into everything. Like, wait, they don't even know what's going on. You know, they let Saul Guerrero go, but they don't trust the Empire. They don't trust anybody. All right, I just had a thought. Maybe it's a bit too dark. So obviously, as we saw in Rebels, as we saw in the Clone Wars, they've kind of retconned things in that the old dude in Return of the Jedi with the beard, a lot of people say that's Captain Rex. Well, they did say that was him, yeah. They did? Yeah. Okay, so that's Rex now. We know that. Right. We really don't have a place to put these people into the films or anything else that we see. I get this is still the first season, but now I'm kind of wondering, are they all going to die by the end of the series? It's possible. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just dark, but that thought just came to me. Well, not many clones make it. So true. True. But Uh, yeah, I, I also agree with you. I know we kind of went off in a different direction here for a bit, but, they really do seem to be playing off the fact that Wrecker is having these headaches. Like it's, we get it. The chip is affecting him. It's yeah, going on. to, it's going to have a negative effect on the team somehow. It's the ticking time bomb that we all know is going to go off. It's just when. I think they're going to realize, he's, you know, something. He'll do something, right? Maybe maybe try to hurt Omega or something. Um. They're, I mean, they're not programmed to get Omega, but maybe they'll be in a, around another Jedi that they run into. Who knows, right? And then and then it kicks it in. But maybe they'll find a way to get it out. Then they're going to say, well, if we figured it out here, we got to go get Crosshair. We got to save him. And then they'll go back and try and get him back. And then maybe Crosshair will like sacrifice himself at the end. I don't know. Who knows? Star Wars is big on redemption, so it's very yep. positive. Very yep. possible. Yeah. I mean, there could be, they could also go into like the origins of Thrawn if they wanted to. Part of this. Good. I don't feel like this show fits that kind of no. storyline. Well, that's the Empire. Like, I want to see some Empire story. Then they could do it that way. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. If anybody were to make a new story, I would love to see it from that perspective of the Empire. That'd be cool. Well, I, really, I mean, they've already got those novels on Thrawn, so I don't know how much more they're going to do. Well, th- yeah, they can't, yeah. Yeah. Because it basically covers from the time he's lieutenant all the way up until he becomes Grand Admiral. So there's right. that's a lot of his life. Right. But maybe they bring him in as a lieutenant and we see the early, you know, some of that early stuff. You just want a fanboy out. No, I don't really need to see him. I, I I would rather see, you know, just the formation of the Empire or the the strength as they get a hold of everything. I'm convinced. I mean, we've already seen Thrawn and Rebels. I'm convinced we're going to see him in one of these uh, Mandalorian era shows, whether it's... Oh, for sure. Or- that's, I, that's who I think the big bad's going to be for the culmination. I agree. Because we've already, they already told us in Ahsoka, she's like, where's Grand Animal Thrawn? Yeah. So she's going after him, try and find Ezra. So. So that's why I don't think, I think they've already, you know, we've seen him in Rebels. 
Uh, they've had these novels. Uh, I don't know if they'd want to go that far back and bring him into the Bad Batch. I think we're going to see him in one of these live-action shows. I don't think we're going to see him in animated again. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But that's my two cents on that. Yeah. I agree with you there. I'll be wrong with you on that. Okay. Faux show. Um, what else? Have we missed anything on Bad Batch? I don't think so. No, I think we covered it. Like I said, you know, I think we both thought, yeah, it was an all right episode. It, you know, it turned what, out What did you think so. about seeing Bib, though? Eh, you know, at this point, I mean, it was fine. It was, it's always nice to see someone uh, that you already know in the Star Wars universe. But at the same time, there's a small part of me when that happens, it goes, there are trillions of people. Why do we keep seeing the same handful of people, you know? Right. So it's cool, but at the same time, well, of course we saw someone we've seen before because we have to in Star Wars. Well, yes and no. You know, like, like I said, it, it's fine. Um, you know, it, it can be done better ways and worse ways. And this fine was oh, this way was fine. It was okay to see Bib. Well, I, I did like that they they went to Ordmantel because that I mean, if you don't know, um. It was. It's where Black Sun uh, starts, which is a kind of a another um, it's a criminal organization. Right? Criminal organization, right? Yeah. So, yep. I guess you know that was cool to see, but I'd like to see Alderaan. Well, and there were hints of it too. I mean, you know, those. Uh, I don't know what race that those people were, so I guess I'm not a very good Star Wars geek, but those uh, people on the speeder bikes and on the flying lizard thing. The little cat people thing? Yeah, they were obviously not good people, because they wanted yay! The Empire's the Empire's not bothering us. Back to slavery! Right, right. You know what? It's interesting, though. Here's a little, now that you bring that up, it hit me as I was watching the show. Um, so Omega says, I didn't know you can buy people or sell people. I'm like, she came from a place that that's all they fucking do is sell yeah, people. Yeah. Like, like that's all you know is like the selling of people. How could you? It, I, I know it was storytelling. Like, that's the kid side. I mean, we can, you know, people can be bought and sold. Well, yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> that's what your whole planet did. Yeah. These clones were, I mean, they're still slaves. Right. Yeah. They're sold to the Republic at the time, which was obviously not the Republic, but... To fight. It's to fight. Like they can say, you know what? I'm not feeling soldiery. Uh, I think my uh, yeah. calling is I'm going to be a baker. Right. No. No. Here's your gun. Go right. fight. Go <laughs> right. kill or die. Go kill the machines. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. So that was really odd. It was. It, it was like, wait a minute. You, that's all you know, Omega. So they could have maybe handled that a little different. They could have said something like, you know, we can't buy and sell people, you know, and even the clones know they were bought and sold or made and sold. So it's really, yeah. I can understand why they want to not be that. Right. Um, anyways, that was just a weird little tangent thing for that. It's a little tone deaf. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, it was a fine episode. Yep. Well, so anything for the week, or is that going to be it for episode number 100 as we are reaching in an hour? Yeah, I think uh, that's, it still blows my mind, 100 episodes. 100 episodes. Um, hey, and you're you still know, not sick of me yet. 
No, because, well, I don't know. Since we've had the video now, it's getting a little easier to get sick. No, (laughs) (laughs) No, maybe, you know, as we retool, I I think Michael, you and I have to sit down one time and, and, uh, you know, not at this kind of thing. You just have like, you know, a couple of beers or something and go over what we want the direction of the show to do in the future. Do we want to go to video? Do we want to go to YouTube? Do we want to do these things? You know, um, I'm not saying I want to, but you know. I don't know. We should have a sit down. But in the meantime, episode number 100 in the books, um, I I can't thank you enough for being a partner in this. I can't thank our listeners enough uh, for just listening and putting up with us for 100 episodes because I still see that people come and listen to the older ones too. So I think as new people watch some of the things that we've talked about, they come and somehow find us and uh, have listened to some stuff. So um, I very much appreciated uh, for that. I wish I had like, you know, 100th episode commemorative gear, but we don't, but you can go to kybercast.com slash shop and get some cool logoed stuff. Um, if you'd like, that would help, uh, the podcast a bit. Um, but if you really want to help the podcast, share it with a friend and leave a review like on Spotify or Apple podcasts, because reviews sometimes help get us uh, a little more listeners. So, um, and then you can connect with us on social media, which Michael handles a lot of it until he got kicked off of Facebook, but we won't go into why. <laughs> it was just for three days, but yes, if you want to interact with us, look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Kybercast and on Facebook. When I'm not banned, I can respond to you <laughs> right. on our page or on our group right. at the Kybercast. Cause I'm clearly not as quick to post on Facebook. So for us, because Michael's better at it, so I don't generally don't. If he misses something, I'll I'll put something on there. Or if I see something, I'll put it in. But Michael handles a lot of that because he's better at it than I am. Um, that'll do it, I think, for this week's episode, episode number 100. Um, we will get back to Jupiter's Legacy next week. Uh, I will do my due diligence and catch up with that. And we'll keep going on Bad Batch. And Loki starts June 9th. So until then, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.